hello and welcome to Journey to Wholeness and I am your host Indiana Tuggle and Journey to Wholeness is a podcast where I give you a front row seat to my healing journey both past and present with the intent to inspire you on your own journey as well. Um, Today I wanted to talk about a subject that is really near and dear to my heart in that it took me a minute to realize where the struggle was in my current season and that is what do you do when you get weary in your healing season? What do you do when things just aren't turning out the way that you hope things are not happening um, the way that you expected things are not coming um, as fast as you thought it could would be you know um, I had to admit that when I began my healing journey some years ago um, my goal was to get a husband and then my goal became to have a successful business well 15 years in I don't know if it's been 15 years but several years in and I'm still single (laughs) as a slice of cheese and not only am I single but I have no healthy prospects you know um and then when it comes to my business even with being in business or publishing my first book over seven years ago, the business is still not thriving the way that I hoped. You know, the books are not flying off the shelves. I'm not living that life of a writer that I desire and dreamed of, you know, being flued out, <laughs> going on vacations, um, traveling here and there and having those speaking engagements, seeing those book sales increasing. I'm not experiencing that. So when I found myself weary, I had to take a moment to pause And I distinctly heard the Holy Spirit ask, why do you despise your healing journey? And we all know that God never asks a question he don't know the answer to. So I had to ponder on that thing for a minute. So what do you do when you find yourself weary in the journey? You know, we're all human. So it's bound to happen. And as Christians, sometimes we are afraid to admit that we're weary because we know what the word says. The Bible says, don't get weary in well-doing. You know, so we know what the word says, but what happens when you feel ashamed to even let those words fall off your tongue? To even admit to yourself that that you're weary, that you're disappointed. You know, and... What I had to learn, even now, is that the first thing you have to do is you have to speak on it. We always recite the cliche that God can't heal what you won't reveal. Well, I will add to that and say that God can address what you won't confess. If we can't confess out of our mouth what is ailing us, what is bothering us, God can't help us. And if I haven't learned anything 
on this healing journey, I have learned that God doesn't come to our pity parties. Our feelings, while they, he acknowledges our feelings, he wants us to express our feelings, but he can't do nothing with it as long as we're pondering over it and soaking them in our head. So we have to learn to open our mouths and confess what is bothering us, no matter how hard. Because another thing I learned on this journey, that even when we find ourselves angry or disappointed at God, he can address that with that because he's God. And there is nothing that we go through, no thought that we can ever imagine that he does not understand. So we have to um, not be afraid to tell him what's on our heart. Because otherwise, it's not, it's not healing and we're continuing to bleed. As long as I was afraid to confess that I had gotten weary, guess what? I was still weary. I was still tired. I was still um, not doing anything. I was still sulking and complaining. And guess what? God knows that. In, in, in all of that, I was still grieving the Holy Spirit. Because when we're doing nothing, then the Holy Spirit in us is doing nothing. So we have to be always um, in present and in motion with God. So just because me not willing to open my mouth, I was doing more damage. So the first thing we have to do is we have to confess it. We have to confess that we're disappointed, that things are not going. I had to confess to God that, you know what, God? I'm disappointed that I still don't have a husband. I'm disappointed that these books not selling like I thought they were. I'm disappointed that people still don't even know who I am. Heck, I don't even know (laughs) who I am. I'm still trying to figure some things out. So I'm disappointed in that because I thought it was going to be different, you know? And the second thing that we have to do is we have to check our expectation. And I had to really sit and ask myself, Indiana, did God specifically say that a husband was a reward for you healing? Did he specifically say that? Or are you allowing your flesh to tank the vision? Are you allowing your own desires to block what God is doing in your life? Is the the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh preventing you from seeing the true gift that God has for you because when it comes to healing um, there are so many different rewards there are so many um, different benefits and we can allow our, our spirit to get bogged down because we're missing one thing you know I'm allowing my spirit to get bogged down because due to a temporary feeling of loneliness when in every area of my life I lack nothing I'm in a job that's that's supplying all my needs that's paying all the bills you know I have a home that is full of peace you know I'm healthy 
considering <laughs> I am still overweight but I don't have any health issues you know um I have peace that surpasses all understanding so why am I dwelling on the fact that I don't have a husband right why are we dwelling on the fact of one thing that God may not have necessarily said (laughs) was a reward now if he put it on your heart then perhaps it is his will for you but we don't know when that will is going to come to pass so we're dwelling on something that is beyond our control right and the third thing we have to do is we have to check our consistency and I had to ask myself Indiana are you expecting something for nothing or and failing to do your part because everything that God has for us it has some effort that has to be done on our part so am I really shocked that the book's not selling if I'm not promoting them if I'm not talking about them if I'm not meeting new people to tell them about them if I'm not consistent with what I know how to do if I'm not consistent with with blogging, podcasting even going live on social media that which I know to do if I'm not consistent with um, marketing and promoting if I'm not increasing my skills so that I can learn how to um, put the books out there if I'm not doing my part as the old saints say we have to give God something to work with not saying that we're going to outdo God but at the same time we can't neglect our role there is still our purpose is in partnership with God even this healing journey we're in partnership with God there are still things that we must do you know are we consistent in his presence in our quiet time in our motivation in our meditation time Are we consistently doing that daily? Or do we come to God when we get get tired? It's the only time God hears from us when we're saying grace for our food. Or on Sunday morning when the preacher is preaching to us. Is that the only time God sees us or knows our name? Do we have a relationship with him that's consistent? to where we know his voice and we're hearing his voice and we're walking with him and we're getting to know him and he's revealing and teaching us who we are in him do we have that or are we sitting back complaining just waiting for him to move just because we pronounce to the world that we're healing are you really or are you just sitting waiting to get something for nothing right and the fourth thing we have to do is we have to check our submission are we really allowing the focus on material gain to block our inability to see what God is doing in our lives 
Because the word says that if God begins a work in us, he will see it through completion. Right? And are we allowing ourselves to miss the intangible results, focusing on those tangible things, things that we can see and touch? Right? Because if I'm really honest, yeah, I may not have a husband, but at the same time, I also have increased self-worth. I also have more confidence in who I am and and what I bring to the table. You know, I also have a strength in knowing that God is with me and knowing that I don't have to settle, right? That I don't allow, have to allow temporary feelings of loneliness to make me rush into a relationship with anyone, right? I'm not afraid to be alone, no matter how long it takes. I'm not willing to compromise my standards or the power of God in my life or God's principles to get just to say I have a man, right? I'm willing to wait for what I know I deserve and what God says I deserve, right? So that's a newfound sense of self that if I'm honest, I didn't have that before. If I'm honest, I just accepted whomever liked me, whomever approached me. That's what I accepted. Now, in Christ, I know that no, 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 I have a choice. Right? I can reject the counterfeit. Right? It's not a last resort. This is not God's best. I can assess the situation and say, is this God's best for me? Is this what me and the Holy Spirit have been talking about? Is this who God sent? I can take my time. I don't have to be rushing because the world says that at 44, my biological clock is ticking or exploding. (laughs) Who says that? Because time is still in God's hand. He is time. Right? And sometimes we can't see progress because we have our eyes on a prize that has nothing to do with a specific work but everything to do with timing it's in God's time and no amount of begging no amount of pleading no amount of manifesting I don't care what the world says no amount of manifesting no amount of praying for your husband or praying for this thing or that thing and in decreeing and declaring no amount of affirmations will force God to give you something out of season he is a good God and has good gifts for us and everything that he has for us comes with preparation It requires preparation. And only God knows when we're fully prepared. And the beauty about it all is that if we stop complaining about what we don't have and ask God to reveal to us our progress, God, where am I on this journey? How am I doing? I still want a relationship. Am I closer to getting one? You know, what is it? And he will reveal that to you. God is not silent when it comes to his children. The mysteries of the kingdom are a mystery to the world. It's not a mystery to us. 
because we're his children and we're in his bosom he will tell you all of that if we ask you know and if we stop relying on our feelings well I feel like this I feel like that and I feel like nobody loves me and I feel like nobody wants me and where is this and I want to do this and I want to do that and just rest in what we know we know that God is with us we know that he is completing a work in us we know that as we go there are rewards along the way and we have to um, accept and be grateful for all of the blessings not just the ones that we want we can't we can't pick and choose when God blesses us and how he blesses us we can't pick and choose we have to take them when they come as they come and we have to acknowledge him in those things right which brings me to number five we have to change our language we have to stop saying we're waiting on God I know that's the that's the only thing we can say I know that is the only thing or the first thing that pops up in my mind whenever somebody asks me why you single I'm waiting on God but when we say we're waiting on God 99.99% of the time that implies lack of movement and progress and it also expresses our frustration because we, we, we don't understand why it didn't happen to either so what we really want to say is when they say or what I really want to say when they say <laughs> why are you still single heck I don't know <laughs> you know that's what I really want to say however because I know that I am in the will of God for my life and everything um, of God from God comes in his perfect timing then I can know and I can say that God is working it out in due season I shall reap if I faint not not to say again that a husband is the ultimate prize because it's not it's just one of many right so instead of saying we're waiting on God let's say we're waiting in God I'm waiting in his presence I'm waiting in his power I'm waiting in his guidance I'm waiting to allow him to teach me how to get well to allow him to teach me how to walk this thing out to allow him to instruct me on the vision that he has for my life to give me clarity on that vision sometimes we just spitting out things that are cliche and God hasn't even given us clarity clarity comes as you go clarity comes as you are obedient clarity comes as you walk this thing out day by day step by step God is not going to reveal everything to us at once. We will become overwhelmed. You know, so sometimes you just have to trust him and know that it's all going to work out for my good. You know, so I'm waiting in God. 
because I'm resting in the palm of his hand. I'm hiding in his shadow. And in the words of Ludacris, when he move, I move just like that. Just like that, we are one. And when I know that I know that I know that I am in the will of God, it don't matter what anybody says. It can't shake me. Because I am strengthened when I'm in God. When I am weak, he is strong. So even in my moments of weakness, the Holy Spirit is building me up. If I call on him. If I learn to confess. So that he can address it immediately. See, when we don't confess it, it's just lingering. We're constantly playing it over and over in our mind. Day after day, week after week, month after month. And for some of us, year after year. When all we have to do is open our mouth and say, God, help me. I'm weary because I'm a little disappointed (laughs) that this hasn't happened. That hasn't happened. Right? And he can begin to minister to us and tell you to hold on, daughter. It's coming. Right? In my perfect timing promises of God are still yea and amen you shall have what he desires for you if you faint not that's a big if the only thing that can stop us from getting what God has for us is if we give up if we take our eyes off him if we try to do it in our own way in our own strength and take his glory right if we try to move outside of his will you don't want it out of season you don't want to go out and, and, and create your own path you don't want to do that and that's how I rest regardless of where I am regardless of how I might think that I should be further along I still rest in knowing that I am exactly where God wants me to be. I can't miss God when I'm in God. So regardless of what the enemy says, that you're being punished, that you missed the hand of God, where is your God he taking so long? See, the enemy always tries to distract us with time. So matter of fact, take time out your vocabulary. Stop reminding God how long it's been. How long it's taken. I'm bad at that. Oh God, I've been abstinent for nine years now. When God, when? God's like, and? So you mean tell me you're going to remind the God who created time? The God who the Bible says one a thousand years is one day to him? you going to tell him that it's been a few years? and expect for him to be moved (laughs) he laughing at you he laughing at us because we don't understand that it don't take him long to do nothing honestly he probably waiting on us because when we assess ourselves when we assess our expectation our consistency our submission in our language we'll honestly find out that we dropped the ball We haven't been on our post. We haven't been doing what we know to do. 
And and it's not that God requires perfection from us, but he does require a level of love, admiration, and respect from us to want to please him. And I know the world tells us it don't take all that, but really it does. It does. I remember my pastor telling me that your growth in Christ is not measured by how long you've been a Christian, but rather how long it takes you to turn it over to God, meaning your life, your decisions, your daily activities. How long does it take you to turn that over to God? Do you turn it over immediately? Or does it take you a couple of days, months, years? That's the measure of your relationship with God. And the shorter the time gets between when something happens and when you present it at God's feet, that's how you know you're growing in God. That's how you know that He is Lord of your life. Right? So, let us pray. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your love and kindness towards us. We thank you for your Holy Spirit leading and guiding us into all truth. We thank you, O Lord, for touching us on the shoulder, O God, when we got weary, O God, to let us know that you are still right here in the midst of us. We thank you, Lord, that you never let us stray too far from you, O God, without cracking the whip and bringing us back home. We thank you, O God, that your word is true and you're not a man that you should lie, O God, but every word that you promise shall perform what you set it out to do. So every promise that you have spoken to us over our lives, over the course of this journey, O God, we thank you that it shall come to pass. And we ask you to help us, O God, to to patiently wait in you, to, to rest in your presence, to cast all our cares upon you, to talk back to the enemy when he tries to distract us with negativity in foul language, that we remember, O God, who we are in you, that we remember the work that you've done in us so far. That we remember, oh God, that you're just a prayer away. That our prayer to you doesn't have to be long and drawn out. All we have to do is open our mouths and say, help, Lord. All we have to do is open our minds and say, Holy Spirit, I need you. And we thank you, oh God, that you call us friend, that you call us daughters, that you call us uh, princesses. that you are concerned about everything that concerns us. We thank you, oh God, that you are ever mindful of us, oh God. And we thank you, oh God, for your power being evident in our lives. We thank you, oh God, for strengthening us the more for this journey. In your darling son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That's all the time that we have for today. I hope you have enjoyed um, this moment also remember that I want you to connect with me connect with me on social media I am on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter but I have to admit that I am taking a break from social media so my activity on there is limited however 
you can connect with me and you can still um, send me an email to info at indianatubble.com and let me know how you're enjoying the show if it is helping you um, or if there's anything that you would like to see different um, in the show please send me your um, concerns and your questions or um, even your angry exhortations (laughs) I'll read them even if I don't respond Um, and also if you need um, inspiration on your own healing journey or just help as you go through your healing process please visit my website at www.indyrights.com again that's www.indyrights.com that's i-n-d-i-w-r-i-t-e-s.com there you can check out my books and my journals um I have several more that's coming out in 2022, so I am in the right mode. That's one of the reasons why I am limiting my time on social media because there is so much in me that God wants me to get out to you guys. So with that being said, um, until we meet again, be blessed and walk in victory and always remember there is purpose in your pain. Have a good day.